0: what's going on everybody welcome to the very first episode of the stew on this podcast for 2023 I hope you had a fantastic Christmas. I hope you had a wonderful New Year's Eve into a new year. Uh, And here we are on the first Monday of 2023, the first week, first day of the first week. Uh, Well, I guess depending on how you view view your calendar, whether you start on Sunday or Monday. But either way, it's the first Monday of the new year. And I hope it is going uh, just as you hoped and planned that it would. Hey, I know every single year... This time of year, people make their New Year's resolutions and their New Year goals of things that they want to accomplish, things that they want to do in order to better their lives, better themselves, better their family, what have you. And uh, and to be honest with you, I'm no different. I do the exact same thing. I make goals every single year. And, uh, sometimes I crush them. Uh, I look at, I look back on my goals for 2022 and there are some that I'm just super proud to say, man, I absolutely crushed that. And then there are other goals that I look back on for 2022 and go, well, didn't do so well there. Um, but it's okay because the whole point is these are goals that you're trying to achieve in order to, uh, just better yourself. And at least you're making the attempt to do that, to better yourself, to do good things, to do right things, to uh, move the ball further down the field, if you will. And so I wanted to come at you with this very first episode of this year, not to talk about how to set goals, because I think many of us know how to do it, Um, and not to talk about why goals fail, uh, because pretty much all of us are pros at failed goals. Uh, That's no knock on anybody. That's just, that's the truth. We all have goals that fail sometimes. Uh, But I wanted to come at you with five things, five ways that I believe uh, we can make 2023 the best year yet. And so uh, understand that I'm coming at you with this episode and with these five ways, these five things, really from a biased point of view. There are bucket items, not bucket items, but there are buckets in my life that um, I try to make sure are full all the time. So I put time and attention uh, behind those things. So I try to make sure that uh, my family bucket is full, that I'm giving my family all the time um, and attentionality that my family deserves. Um, I try to uh, keep my... uh, Wife, my marriage bucket full that I'm giving my wife all the time and attention that she deserves and treating her the way that she deserves to be treated and uh, loved and served and honored. Um, my bucket for, uh, health. I try to make sure that that is full, that I'm doing the right things in order to be the healthiest version of myself that I possibly can be because I believe that there is a uh, connection between spiritual fitness and physical fitness. Um, And so those are just three. I have five, but you don't need to know about every single one of those things. Um, Of course, Uh, spiritual bucket I try to make sure that that one is full all the time as well but whenever I feel like one is starting to lack then I really start to put even more focus and attention behind that and so um, I'm coming at you with that biased point of view on five things that I think that you can do this year in order to have the best year yet Um, and so here it goes Here are the five things that I believe that you do five ways to make 2023 the best year yet. And the first one being, uh, be a constant learner. You you know, there's a lot to learn in this life. So why settle for what you already know? Um, you might be, uh, really good at math. You might be, uh, really good at science at, you know, busting out 36 to hundred books a year, whatever it is. Um, you might know a lot about a certain, uh, topic about a certain whatever. Uh, maybe you might know a lot about the uh, what it is that you do for a living. Um, but I do believe that being a constant learner is a huge thing that any one of us can do in order to have the best year yet to not settle for what it is that we already know but to always be hungry to want to know more and not for the sake of being an expert at anything um because while that is cool uh that's not the end all be all um But taking in everything that this life has to offer and constantly learning and wanting to learn more is just a healthy thing to do and a healthy way to live. Um, Because when you're not learning, then you're pretty much already moving towards death as it is anyways. That might sound ridiculous, but it's true. Um, To not want to learn anything, to not have the desire to learn anything else, what would be the point of, uh, of this life anyways? Continuing to grow and learn is just a major part of this life and a major part of who we are. So don't settle for what it is that you already know, but uh, set out to be a constant learner this year. Uh, Subscribe to more podcasts, uh, read more books. Um, One of my goals from last year was to read 24 to 36 books. I'm not a huge reader. Uh, I don't really like reading books, but uh, that was one of my goals from last year. And what I'm actually setting out to do this year is not so much try to bust out as many books as I possibly can, but to actually uh, gain as much information as I possibly can, which is probably going to require me to read a lot slower um, and to reread things and to really understand to to try to go back and understand what it is that I read and ask myself do I believe this do I not believe this Um, and it's probably going to send me off on adventures to go learn more about um, some of the topics that I'll be reading and learning about this year but it's a great thing because it's all part of growth so be a constant learner that's number one number two uh, try to travel more this year. Uh, just like there's a lot to learn in this life. There's also a lot to see. So plan to travel, uh, someplace new at least once a quarter. And, uh, you might be thinking, well, I don't have the money to go to Mexico or Europe or or anything like that every quarter this year. Um, I'm not talking about doing extravagant trips like that. I'm just talking about, uh, maybe even exploring your own backyard. Um, you guys have probably heard me talk about before that Melissa and I, we've been blessed and honored to live in many different parts of this awesome country that we live in. And we've had the opportunity to live in the new England area. And we have lived in the mountain West. I've lived in, um, Arkansas for a couple of different stints. And, um, every single time that my wife and I have left a location, there's always one thing, one constant Conversation that we tend to have and that is how we didn't take advantage of exploring the area that we were at while we were there uh, and what I mean by that is uh, we get stuck in this mentality of well this is where we're leaving, living so we have tons of opportunity and tons of time in order to explore where it is that we're at and then of course we leave and we sit there and go well didn't really do much of what we could have where we were um, you know we We did two different stints living in Colorado. I think six years total, six, seven years total living in Colorado. And Melissa and I never did a 14er. And if you don't know what a 14er is, is Colorado is littered with 14,000 foot elevated um, mountains. And people love to get up early um, on their days off and climb these 14,000 foot elevated mountains. Um, and Melissa and I wanted to do that. We actually uh, planned a couple different times to do it, and not once did we ever knock out any one of those awesome mountains, um, which means that there was a lot of uh, scenery that we didn't see, and there were perspectives that we didn't get because we didn't make it to the top of these mountains. Um, there are also great places in new England and the East coast, uh, where the U S has tons of history that when we look back on it, we go, man, we missed out on some amazing opportunities to see historical locations and to learn new things in the process. So, um, Travel more this year, at least once a quarter, and don't uh, don't neglect the fact that you have some amazing places to see right in your own backyard that might only be thirty minutes, an hour, two hours, three hours, four hours away. Um, it might just be a simple overnight trip that you and your spouse, your friends, your family, you do um, in order to see something new and do something new that you've never done before, and take advantage of the location where you live. So be a constant learner, travel this year. Um, This one will come as no surprise, even from the beginning of this episode, I talked about it, but focus on your health. Um, And when I talk about that, I'm talking more than just mental, physical health. There's a lot more to it. Um, But if you want to have the best year yet, there are some things that you can do to make yourself Overall healthier. And some of that kind of stuff would be try to get six to eight hours of sleep a night. Now, when I say Uh, like even that minimum of six hours, please understand that it takes your body a good 45 minutes to an hour just to shut down um, and to get into a good rhythm of sleep. So if you're thinking, well, I want to get the minimum of six hours of sleep, so I'm going to fall asleep, I'm going to go to bed at midnight and wake up at 6 a.m., that's not getting six hours of sleep because it took your body a good 45 minutes to an hour just to get into a sleep cycle. So that means if you're wanting to get the minimum uh, and your bedtime is usually midnight, it is time for you uh, to get to bed at 11, um, to wake up at 6 in order to at least get the minimum. But I promise you, if you start sleeping 6 to 8 hours, getting good 6 to 8 hours of sleep a night, your body is going to feel great, your mind's going to be sharp, and you're going to be thankful for it. Something else that you could do, um, uh, you could try to go for a walk or run a mile a day. Um, that's just going to be overall good for your health. Good cardiovascular activity is always good. The doctors would recommend it. I would recommend it. I don't do that. Um I probably do 5 days a week. Um so it would actually be an uptick for me this year if I were to do that every single day, which I will try to do because I think it's good for um, my health the same way that I believe is good for your health. The other thing that you can do is drink more water. Um, I don't know what your water intake looks like. I know what mine has been looking like lately and it is not good. Um, but I try to drink a gallon of water a day, a day which like I just said, it hasn't been um, that great lately so I will focus more on that this year because having a hydrated body is a happy body Um, especially if you are going to start doing your uh, a mile a day walk or runs or any other kind of physical activity you're going to want your body to be hydrated as you do all those things Um, but a good rule of thumb would be drink half of your body weight in ounces of water. And what I mean by that is if you weigh 250 pounds, make sure that you drink 125 ounces of water a day in order to keep your body hydrated. Something else that you can do is eat less sugar and less processed food. Look, there are quote unquote healthy um, uh, diets, nutrition's fads out there that even their products are processed food. Uh, if you want to have a good, healthy version of yourself this year, try to eat more, uh, natural things that come from the earth, some more greens, more veggies, uh, more fruits. Uh, gotta be careful with some fruits just because of the natural sugars that are in them. Um, try to eat, uh, more lean meat this year, um, and your body will appreciate it. Uh, Here's a good one. Try to get less screen time in. Uh, As I was preparing for this podcast and we were coming down to the end of 2022, my wife asked me, uh, have you started building out your goals for 2023 yet? And I said, not yet, but I'm in the process of it. And she said, well, make sure one of those things uh, for a goal for next year is less screen time. Babe, I'm hearing you loud and clear. I am spending way too much time on my phone. I get it. So I will be doing my best to get in less screen time this year, and I encourage you to do the same thing. Uh, I'm not sure if Android phones do this, but I know that iPhones do it, and I love it. Every single Sunday, I get a notification of what my screen time was for the previous week, so I will have a goal of making sure that that gets lower um, because, to be honest with you, there's much, there's just much better time. Uh, There's better use of my time than just scrolling through the same social media platforms over and over and over again. Um, The other thing that you can do to focus on your health is think about what you want your, uh, how you want your day to start and how you want it to end. I call this first hour and last hour. Um, If you're wanting to get in good sleep, what does that last hour of your day look like that's going to help you wind down um, to shut off the brain and help your body fall asleep quickly? And how do you want that day to start? Uh, do you want your day to start, be, uh, by reaching over, grabbing your phone and starting to scroll through social media? Or do you want to do something that's going to be beneficial to your day, um, to set it off on the right foot? So first hour, last hour, how do you want to start and end your day? Um, and then the other thing is, uh, choosing to do some of these things, um, this year is just going to help set you onto a trajectory of health. So, um, Again, that would be six to eight hours of sleep, going for a walk or run a mile a day, drinking more water than maybe what you already are, eating less sugar processed food, trying to get in less screen time, how uh, you start and end your day. These are all things that are going to set you up for better health here in 2023. So again, number one, be a constant learner. Number two, travel. Number three, focus on your health. Number four, be generous. And I'm not talking about just money. I'm talking full scope, time, talent, and treasure. Uh, Being generous with your finances is a great thing to do, but generosity can be uh, and come in many different forms uh, like time. Who are you giving up your time to and for? Are you helping them with things, volunteering at church, helping out around the house, whatever that is? How are you using that time and are you being generous with it? Spending time with your kids if you have them and focusing more on them than on your phone or TV is just a great way that you could be generous with your time this year. Being generous with your talent. Uh, if you're skilled at something, use that talent to help those who aren't as proficient in that area. Uh, your generosity with your talent can be the thing that helps something from being ordinary to being extraordinary, all because you use the the giftings that God has given you to help others. A great example of this is. Um, I got a new podcast that is launching this year, the Metaverse Church podcast with my buddy Goose, or Michael Ustavenis, Um, and we are doing YouTube videos with that podcast as well, and I am not great when it comes to video editing. I can do some stuff here and there, but a buddy of mine who is good at it, uh, he's great at it, he is volunteering his time uh, to help edit those videos and making them look amazing so people can learn and watch something without it being just absolutely awful and distracting. Um, and so that's just him being generous with not only his time, but his talent as well. And so just be, be generous this year. It's amazing what happens when we are generous with the things that God has given us. Um, we are blessed to be a blessing. I want that to, uh, I want you to keep that in mind this year. So be a constant learner, travel, focus on your health, Uh, be generous and then the one thing that uh Is the foundation to the other four that I just mentioned, try to grow closer to Jesus this year. Uh, To be honest with you, if you knew me, you had to know that this one was going to make it in the list somewhere. And again, to me, this is the foundation. If you want to make this the best year yet, spend time with Jesus and do whatever it takes to grow closer to Him. Schedule in your time with Jesus, whether that's early in the morning, that first hour, the middle of the day, your lunch hour, or the last hour of your day. Whatever works with your schedule, utilize that time uh, to just grow closer to Jesus. Utilize the YouVersion Bible app. Um, They have tons of different reading plans on there. And the best part about it is you might uh, not do that great when it comes to the reading plans. So don't worry so much about uh, diving into 30, 60, 90 day plans, um, but choose like a four or five day plan, something that you can just say, okay, For these next four to five days, I'm going to be intentional about doing and reading this plan. Invite somebody else to do it alongside with you. It's one of the things that I love about the YouVersion Bible plan is that you don't have to do it by yourself. You can invite somebody else to do it with you. And what I love about it is that you can share what it is that you're taking away from that reading um, with the person that you're reading along with. You guys can share what it is that you're taking away um, from the reading plan. And what I love about that is what you take away and what you share with the other person, what you take away might not be for you, but it might actually have been from God that he planted into your head that he gave you in order to give to the other person. And what I love about all that is that's called discipleship. So, uh, take advantage of the stuff that's already there for you to use like the you version Bible reading plan. Um, And just, this one's a good one too, Um, spending time in prayer and just asking Jesus, like, man, Jesus, what is it that I can do this year to grow closer to you? And maybe what you'll learn is that you'll need to try something different than you've ever done before. And it might be scary or it might be weird, but here's the thing. If it grows you closer to Jesus, isn't that alone worth it? So those five things, again, are be a constant learner, travel, Focus on your health. Be generous with your time, talent, and treasures. Um, grow closer to Jesus. I believe that if you do those five things this year, you will have the best year. Yet. And know that I'm in your corner. I'm cheering you on. If there's anything that I can do to help you in those five areas, please don't hesitate to reach out, whether that's a social media DM, uh, shooting me an email, however it is that you get a hold of me. Love to be able to help you out and support you along the way. Now, I've given you five things that I believe will help you have the best year yet. I'm going to give a bonus one right now, and this is for the married couples. You probably heard in a previous episode last year in 2022 that lately I have had a burden for marriages. Um, I believe that's coming from God. And here's the thing, married folks, if you want to make this the best year ever, prioritize your marriage. That's it. You got to prioritize your marriage because nobody else will do that for you. In fact, I don't know if uh, this person, this quote, comes originally from this individual, but I'm going to give uh, Levi Lusco the credit for this statement. I've used it many times with my wife. Uh, you need to date your mate. Uh because if you don't, the devil will send someone who will. So you need to date your spouse and you need to prioritize your marriage. Cause the same is true. If you don't prioritize your marriage, um, somebody else is going to come in and prioritize it, uh, for you. And it's not going to work out the way that you hope and wish that it would. So you got to prioritize your marriage this year. Um, You got to start doing things that maybe you haven't done since you were in the courting process and in the dating phase of your relationship. You need to start writing love notes again. You need to be uh, spontaneously buying flowers. You need to start dating each other once again. It is amazing to me how many people stop the dating process as soon as they say, I do. And here's the thing. When I say dating process, I'm not talking about like the actual going out on a date, but I'm talking about the learning who the person is that you've attached yourself to. Um, because for whatever reason, again, once we say I do, we seem actually, it, it, it happens even before the I do. Um, once we've started dating somebody, all of a sudden, as time goes on, we feel like we need to stop learning who that person is as if they're not growing and changing um, themselves. So, we need to continue to date each other, and more importantly, we need to continue to learn each other. Uh, something else that you can do is read marriage devotionals with each other. This is something that Melissa and I are going to be launching into this year. Pray with each other. Read the Bible with each other. Again, take advantage of those U version Bible apps. Uh, Melissa and I have done that before, and I've I think that we've both benefited from it. You could ask her. Um, but prioritize your marriage will not only benefit you, but it's going to be a blessing to your kids uh, no matter their age. Because, man, uh, for, their, for your kids to see a marriage that um, is God-centered and where you two are loving each other well and serving each other well, man, that changes generations and that impacts generations. You should want a marriage that is um, inspiring to your kids and to others that they want what you have and that they work hard and loving and serving each other um, because your marriage is so inspiring. So you're, the way that you prioritize your marriage can benefit and bless your kids. It could be a blessing to others. Um, it could bring hope to a marriage that is in desperate need of it right now. Um, so just know that how you love and serve each other well um could be a blessing to those who are needing to see that and know that and be able to see and know that something like that can exist. And it can show off who God is and what his design was uh, for when he said, hey, this idea of marriage is not just good. This is very good. So, That's it. That's it for this first episode of uh, the Sue on This Podcast for 2023. I hope that this is a blessing to you. Again, if there's anything that I can do to help you in the process of making 2023 the best year yet, please don't hesitate to reach out. I'd love to be able to help out in any way. If this podcast is a blessing to you, be sure to subscribe so you never miss out on an episode. Um, Also share it with others uh, because, again, if it was a blessing to you, it might be a blessing to somebody else. And please, please, please leave a rating and a review you. Uh, Those kinds of things help get this podcast out to more people. So I'm looking forward to uh, this year of podcasting. I'm looking forward to this year in general, and I'm looking forward to watching you have the best year yet. So have a great week. Uh, I will see you next week. Be blessed. Have a good one. Thank you for listening to the stew on this podcast. If you have enjoyed this episode and would like to hear more, we encourage you to subscribe to this podcast for future episodes. Thank you again for listening and God bless.